0: hey y'all and hey y'all welcome back to another episode of some bases covered
1: me and some bases covered are finally launching our first ceramic mug it's a mug with black outer surface and colored inside with an 11 ounce filling capacity
0: our logo is printed on the outside make that ah moment even better It's microwave and dishwasher safe and made of black, durable ceramic. The high-quality printing makes this stylish black mug perfect gift for true coffee, tea, or hot chocolate lovers. So I had a very chaotic life and I was struggling as a single parent. And I had a little bit of a spiritual awakening and it helped me to transform my life into a better one. A more
1: healthier one and could you psychologize that at all as well
0: i had a little bit of like i don't want to say like a breakdown but i want to call it awakening more than i a, break, a breakdown so like at 33 i had an awakening because i was living a very chaotic life and i realized that i needed to get help in various ways so I started going to therapy to help with mental health. I started meditating to help with spiritual. I started eating better to help with health and wellness. And I began to exercise. And I transformed my own life into a very healthy, happy one. And while I was doing that, I decided that I was going to use all the tools that I learned to help other people. And I became a life coach and I started helping other people with their lives and exercise. Oh, wow. I also have a cookbook that is being published right now which has a lot of meals on it that are high protein, low carb. And I'll be coming out with a second cookbook before the end of the year.
1: Well, I'm actually in the market for your cookbook. I would really love a link to that. It's that's so exciting. Oh my God. I love that so much. That is the problem with the keto diet is you run out. because Everything is just eggs and meat. And it's like, what else exactly. can you
0: Exactly. So we would, I would never suggest keto. I wouldn't suggest keto to anyone, but however, I would suggest high protein, lower carb. Never to be in ketosis. You should that should never be the goal. But the keto diet is it's a good start. It's a good starter. But the biggest problem with it is a lot of people don't eat a lot of fruit because it doesn't fall under that that keto category because you're trying to stay such low carb. You absolutely have to incorporate fruit into your diet.
1: Are you familiar with um, what's his name, Doctor? He's like, he was a psychiatrist and he's incorporated honey into the keto diet, which kind of breaks it from being keto, but he calls it an animal product diet or something like that. Are you familiar with that guy?
0: I'm not, but if you send me, if you send me some information in the chat, I'll definitely look him up. Honey is wonderful. Um, I would incorporate honey into my diet also.
1: You know, so and it, it is, doesn't yeah. have to
0: be a high sugar content. So if you use it in moderation, you're only using little bits of it, you could actually sustain a low-carb diet with it.
1: I see. What he actually does with it, because he's just mainly carnivore, but in the mornings, he says, our body craves sugar in the morning, especially perhaps, because you want to have an insulin spike. Because you need sometimes like more insulin to get the best out of uh, extracting the right nutrition from food. So, I mean, that's why he spikes his insulin with honey in the mornings. And he thinks that that's part of like the healthy human cycle of biology in some sense, that it's integral to, to maintaining health that way, just in terms of digesting the right nutrients from things as well.
0: So with the education that I have, I would kind of try to sustain a blood sugar and balance it throughout the day. Um, I would prefer not to have any super highs or lows. so I would prefer not to have any like really really low drops or really high spikes. But again, I would have to research that more because like, there's always new data that's coming out and I I find myself reading about different information all the time. Um, so it's something that
1: I would explore. And so how would you maintain the blood sugar throughout the day? Just five small meals is that the kind of thing?
0: Yeah. So definitely. So, I mean, I, I don't eat five small meals throughout the day, but I should, everyone should. So you should be eating every two to three hours. You should be eating very small meals every two to three hours. And then if you're eating anything with like a sugary substance, like for example, like if you're eating some type of carb, you should be pairing it with a protein so that you're not getting that spike. So if you're going to eat an apple, you should eat it with peanut butter. If you're going to eat um, a banana, you should eat it with like half of some type of like protein bar. That way you're getting all the nutrients w- that you need from the fruit without having that sugary spike because the protein is there to balance it out.
1: Is there a lot of fiber and protein sometimes as well? Does that also help? There can the be, body. but it depends
0: on the types of protein that you're eating. Wow. So A lot of the fiber that you're going to find though, will come from like green leafy vegetables.
1: So is that what you have in your cookbook? Is, is that... Uh, yes. So
0: a lot of that is... It is. It doesn't state that though. So my cookbook is brand new. I've never written a book before. Um, so I learned a lot while I was writing it. So it has all of the meals that you'll need to kind of sustain that type of diet, but not with a description. So my goal was for my second cookbook to be a lot more descriptive and explain things more thoroughly like I just did with you. But yes, my cookbook has recipes that that coincide with what we were just talking about. Now, the One concern with keto too is the cheese, like the amount of fat. Obviously, you should have daily fat content, but with keto, it, it's the, the expectation of the amount of fats that you should be eating within a day is way too high.
1: So are you concerned about the cholesterol level then?
0: I am, yeah. very much so. So my cholesterol, and that's from my own personal experience, I did keto for approximately like a year and a half off and on. And I had an increase by 80%, not 80%, by 80, um, whatever it is, in my cholesterol. So my cholesterol went from 200 to 280 in a short span, in less than a year. That's huge. So my cholesterol was almost 300, which is terrible. No one's cholesterol should be that high. Um, And it was my bad cholesterol, so my LDL is what was elevated. And that was from being on keto. So not no longer being on keto, my cholesterol has dropped that 80 that I gained back, but that's because I incorporated more leafy vegetables. I got away from the fat. I started doing more protein and I incorporated fruit. I had to like retrain my body to eat again.
1: I wonder if I can pick your brain on what fruits you endorse specifically.
0: Yeah, of course. So anything that's a berry, anything that is dark in color. So blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, um, bananas, you should never, you can, if you, if that's your preference, but I would never eat a whole banana in a day. I would eat half a banana. Um, that way you're kind of keeping that sugar and carb level down, but still getting the nutrients from the, from the fruit itself. Avocados cucumbers, there are other fruits that you can incorporate of course it really just depends on if you're eating in moderation so if you're going to eat an orange eat half an orange and a couple of strawberries if you were going to eat a mango eat half the mango or a quarter of the mango and you can pair that with some blueberries you can eat all types of varieties of fruit you just have to be careful so the fruits that are more citrusy and that are higher in sugar you want to eat less of those fruits and you want to eat more darker fruits so just make sure make sure that you're pairing it with a lesser of the carb if you're looking for like a large portion of fruit or a larger portion of fruit so that way you're not overloading yourself with all of those sugars from that one particular fruit Pineapples, I love pineapples, but I would only eat a quarter of pineapple that I would typically eat. And if I really wanted a lot of fruit, I would pair that with some strawberries or some
1: blueberries. So I just wanted to now, um, you know, we're talking a lot about diet, but how much of a contributor do you think exercise is necessary? Is like, what is to you the, the mix between importance between diets and exercise?
0: so it's 80 so it's it's like 70 40 it depends on the person too so for me diet is huge because i didn't understand how to eat and i really had to educate myself so it was huge but it really does start in the kitchen but exercise is just as important so and it really depends on your calorie deficit it depends on how much you're you're eating what do you, how much are you taking in so you can you can have a higher calorie intake if you're working out consistently If you plan to like indulge and you're going to eat 2,500 calories a day, that's way too much. That's way too many calories. If you're going to eat 25 calories a day, they're good calories and you're going to work out, then you're going to make out in that situation. You're going to make out with that. That's going to be fine. You'll be able to sustain that. I personally, I'm a woman and I'm looking for like weight loss and muscle and muscle gain. So I consume 1,400 calories a day, but I also work out five days a week so that 1400 calories ultimately will turn into 1700 calories because my go-to for the day will be 1400 but then i'll go and i'll work out for an hour and 15 and you have to supplement that so now i just bought myself two to three hundred more calories to make up for that workout so ultimately i'll be eating 1700 calories but my output is still there that makes sense
1: yeah Yeah, so basically exercise increases appetite.
0: That too. It does increase appetite. But if you're eating enough protein, you'll be satiated enough to make it through the day.
1: So what percentage of your uh, diet, sorry, to switch back to diet, should be protein and, and then the salad and vegetable and fruit component?
0: That depends on your body structure, your height, your weight, and it depends on your activity levels. For example, I am pushing 120 grams of protein a day, 30 grams of fat, and less than 50 grams of carb. It doesn't always work out for me because if I'm on day three and I'm pushing between 40 and 50 grams of carbs, By by day three going into day four, I'm exhausted. But that's because my carb level is a little too low. So I'll know that I have to start the carb cycle. So by day four, day five, I need to up my carb. And I also need to decrease my fat and I need to up my protein a little bit. So it depends on your regimen and it depends on how your body is fitting to the diet. Um, How much do you weigh and how old are you? What do you do every day?
1: Wow. So do you have a calculator (laughs) that... It algorithmically takes all these things into account.
0: I use my fitness pal. So it doesn't though. So like it's not gonna take your age into account. It's not really gonna take your activity level into account. Um you'll have to kind of like manually put those things, but you have to it's an honor system. Like you have to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself and with the, the app so that you can hold yourself accountable.
1: Oh, so you would really endorse that tool, my my fitness pal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm also I'm also a coach. Well, let's talk a little bit about stress and cortisol cortisol levels let's talk about um so the way that stress can kind of like impact your weight and like your mental health also so that's huge so this is like a big portion of it right so it's mind body soul so you have to take care of your mind your body and then it will take care of your soul and then you know internally if you're taking care of your mind and your body you'll feel good on the inside and then you'll export good things so cortisol levels. So when you're super stressed out and people are living wicked, crazy, chaotic lives and they're having a hard time with the organization, um, they're pushing out cortisol, like way, way, way too much of it. So you need something that's gonna control that. You need something that's gonna bring that down, that's gonna decrease your cortisol levels and bring you back to a more normal, like calming sense. Um, exercise is another, is another um, tool that would come in to help with that. So if you can get your cortisol levels to come down, so if you live like a super stressful life and it's like chaos constantly, one of the first ways to start managing that and to help with organization is walks. It's like just incorporating walks, light jogs, whatever whatever you can do at that time to incorporate some type of exercise. That way it can help kind of decrease your cortisol levels and give you a release of dopamines. And then you'll start to feel much, much less stressed. And it's not going to happen right away. Like it'll take a little bit of consistency, but over time it's going to help a ton. And then once once you have that regulation and that chemical balance kind of within your system and you're doing it naturally, you'll start to feel better. You'll start to be able to kind of organize things better. You'll start to live a little bit less stressed, even though you still have a lot of chaotic things going on which I think is huge and a lot of people don't understand is that when we're overly stressed we tend to be overweight and we tend to be unhealthy because we can't we have a chemical imbalance that we don't understand. We can we can balance out those chemicals within ourselves with exercise and diet, which I think is a huge a huge educational factor that not a lot of people understand. And then there are, other, there are other things that you can do as well. So like there's a lot of like health and wellness providers or doctors um, that offer different medications like cortisol level stressors that you can take that will help. But again, those things are not natural and you're not teaching yourself healthy habits. So I would always suggest that you try to regulate those chemical imbalances yourself first because if you can do it on your own, then you're teaching yourself habits that you can sustain for the rest of your life. And then that way, anytime you find yourself in a chaotic situation or you find yourself really overstimulated, you know exactly what to do to get yourself back to a de-stressed way of living.
1: Yeah, and there are also obviously tremendous physiological benefits from exercising.
0: Yeah, of course, of course.
1: Longer life, uh, healthier, more vital living.
0: Things that people don't understand is like, You have something that's called visceral fat. So like visceral fat is the fat that kind of harbors around all of your organs on the inside. So a lot of people that are super fit or thin, people just assume that they're very healthy. Oh, well, that person's super thin, like they're very healthy. That doesn't matter. So just because they're thin or they look lean doesn't mean that they're not harboring a lot of visceral fat. And those are things that you would need to go somewhere to have like a BAI scan done in order to really understand like what is your fat content like and where is the fat in your body? Is it in good places? What is your muscle mass? Like what is your muscle mass ratio to your fat ratio? Um, You have to make sure that we're being balanced within ourselves so that we know what areas we need to work on.
1: So would that, a higher content relate more to diet than to exercise as the corrector or, or what do no, you
0: mean? No, it's both. It's absolutely both. Ah. Um, so for visceral fat, you can correct that primarily with exercise and of course with diet also, but you definitely want to be doing a lot more exercising just for your, your cardio health and you never want to eat too many fats regardless if you're in shape or not. You don't want to have a high intake of fat.
1: So is your diet called the Mediterranean diet? Is that is that what you endorse?
0: It is. Yeah. So it's, it, it is on the Mediterranean. I still tend to lean towards like a ketogenic diet. I just don't find myself. So it's not technically keto because I'm not getting into ketosis, but I am. I'm working towards like a keto pyramid like you were talking about the fruit. So like I don't eat high sugary fruits. Like, I don't eat mangoes. Every now and then, like, I'll eat oranges and pineapples. And those things are super important. I'm working to incorporate them into my diet, which would be more Mediterranean. So I would say within the next couple of months, I would consider myself being on a more Mediterranean diet. But I'm kind of, like, restructuring the way that I am nourishing my body right now. I'm in a transformation of my own.
1: So how are things changing?
0: Wonderfully. I'm coming along just great um so i swapped from the keto diet to more of just like a low carb incorporating a lot of the mediterranean diets um diet like style and then a lot of exercise so like my muscle mass is great my visceral fat is going down my overall fat content is going down I'm finding myself, like I said, not having as much energy, but that's because of the carbs. That's because I have such a low carb, because I don't want to have such a fat high intake, and then you can only eat so much protein in a day. So I need to incorporate more carbs and just be a little bit more cautious of the kind of carbs that I'm intaking as well as my exercise. But the best way to really see results is to figure out really what fits for your body is to figure out like what is really working for you and like being able to acknowledge those types of things so now that i understand every three to four days i'm kind of exhausted and like i don't and at first i'm kind of like "Mm, i don't really know what's going on why do i feel like this but then paying attention to like my schedule and exactly what i'm putting into my body i understand now that okay so i'm not eating enough carbs come day two or day three like I need to start incorporating more carb cycling into my diet and I also could be eating a little bit more sugary foods I could be um having those those pineapples and um and mangoes and things like that later on down the line
1: yeah I mean the only thing I've heard about that is that the fiber in the fruit maybe saves you from having such a huge insulin spike even if it is quite sugary And this is for release.
0: Yeah, that can be that can be true. It depends, though. So if you only eat, that's not necessarily true. Only because like if you wake up first thing in the morning and you have an apple, you're going to have a spike in sugar. Like You're, you're going to automatically spike because you're not pairing it with anything. So the only thing your body has to go off of is what you just put into it. And that was a sugary apple. And your body doesn't understand the breakdown of carbs. So your body can't identify the fact that that sugar is coming from an apple versus coming from a piece. Your body doesn't know, doesn't distinct the two. It only knows what you're putting into it. So although the apple is very good for you, your body only sees that as a sugar spike. So if you were to pair that, but if you were to wake up first thing in the morning, you were to pair that apple with some peanut butter, that's going to level it out. So you're not going to have that super spike, and you're also not going to be as hungry. So if you were to eat that apple at 7 a.m. and have a spike in your blood sugar, by 8 o'clock, 8.30, you'll be starving. But if at 7 a.m., if you wake up and you eat that apple and you pair it with a protein, whatever protein it is that you want to pair it with, you can plan to be satiated up until about nine, 10 o'clock. So it's going to last you that much longer. You're going to, you're going to be able to sustain that throughout the morning, better than if you were to just eat the sugar.
1: So does it something to do with how the liver is processing this combination that creates a different energy profile?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't, I can't dive into like the entire science behind it, but yes,
1: is it important that fat is excluded, that it's just protein and, and the sugar or carbs?
0: So you can't exclude the fat, right? Because like fat, fat and omegas are good for your brain. So you have to have a source of fat. You just shouldn't be super high and you should be very careful of what the fat is. So with the keto diet, for example, a lot of people will get their fats from eating fatty steaks. But you don't need to do that. Instead of eating a fatty steak on a keto diet, lean more towards the Mediterranean diet and eat avocados, eat nuts, eat eat fish, eat things that have like a lot of omegas in them because your brain needs fat to survive just as much as it needs protein and carbs. You just have to be very careful of the fats that you're choosing and how much of it you're putting into your body.
1: Have you heard that research about, you know, mono? Uh, sorry, what, what was it called there's saturated fat and unsaturated fat and there's monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fat I've, because yeah. i i've yeah. learned a particular story about that that the saturated fat is actually the healthier one because the poly especially the polyunsaturated fat is an oxidating stressor in the body and can actually cause cancer uh, and That's where a lot of I don't know. This is maybe this is an opposing dietary ideology, maybe to the Mediterranean diet, but it's just that it it says that things like nuts, as well, um, that has polyunsaturated fats in them, like vegetable oils, especially, are dangerous. Yeah, you should never
0: eat vegetable oil. Sorry. Okay, so we are
1: on the same page with that stuff. Okay
0: so sorry. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. You know what you're talking about. So unsaturated fats are always going to be more good. They're always going to be better for you. Um, And then saturated fats, of course, are not as good for you. But Again, it's all in moderation. Like you can eat that have things that have saturated fat in it. Like I eat peanut butter. I love peanut butter. And that has, that kind of has a little bit of a higher saturated fat, but I'm not going to never eat it again. You know, you just have to be like careful, but like, so if you could eat, jiffy peanut butter has a higher saturated fat than teddy than teddy peanut butter so like you can still eat it you just have to be careful you just have to really kind of like watch and then you also have to like balance things out what is more important to you so like jiffy has a lower carb content but a higher saturated fat teddy peanut butter has a lower saturated fat but a higher carb content so what does that matter to you like what is it that you're trying to achieve that's why vegetable oil is not good because it's filled with saturated fat. Olive oil is the best oils to use because it has unsaturated fat.
1: I'm not sure where to go from here. Um, is there anything else that, that you feel is, is pertinent to the discussion of health?
0: Just the mental health, I think that I would say. I would say that like if anyone ever found themselves kind of like struggling with mental health and felt like diet and exercise wasn't working, that speaking with healthcare professionals is a really good idea and it's a really good go-to like going to therapy using your voice to kind of advocate for yourself because i think that we try our best to kind of do things the best way we know how and i think sometimes that we forget that we were given a voice so that we can ask for help
1: oh that's really beautiful
0: thank you penny thank you so much for zane thank you guys for having me on um and you can find the link to my business you can find the link to my website here in the description as well as a link to all of my social medias and if you have any questions or if you're looking for coaching definitely feel free to reach out
1: that's it for today guys uh thank you so much for being on the show and
0: that was great good quality information there for all the people can be helpful and beneficial and see you all later guys bye